some heavy football talk a lot of a lot of news going on i figured we'd go to a different sport and i'm going to propose a little situation a little scenario for you guys so the challenge at hand you can join any nba team and you're guaranteed 20 minutes of playing time for 82 games you must score a total of 20 points get 10 assists and five rebounds over the course of the season if you succeed you get a five-year 250 million dollar contract with that team, and you can just ride the bench and never play again. But if you don't succeed, you will die. Do you accept the challenge? Uh, Keith, yeah, it's win win. Well, okay. <laughs> um, sorry, so I need 20, 10, and 5? Yeah. Do you think you could get that? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, yeah I'm, I'm taking that. In an 82 game season, I'm taking that. Uh, team wise, how are you going to get five, five rebounds? You're like 4 8. <laughs> thank you, but like. Man, if uh, like you can just get some that like go clanging off the rim and go like way wide or something like that, I feel like I can do it. I'm not like when we play pickup, like I'm not a bad rebounder. I feel like I can get just some like loose ones that just come straggling out. I get 20 minutes a game. I think I'm getting it. All yeah, right. but I mean, like, it's not like you're hopping on the court with like three other dudes. Like these are these are big I boys. Under- yeah, there's I understand nine other that, people. but there's a lot of there's a lot of time where the ball just kind of like it can just bounce out and like players are like ah. Uh, it's too far. This guy's too close. Like I'm just gonna leave it. I think I can get. I think I can get ten of those, ten baskets. I think I can make. No wait. No, sorry. I think I can get five rebounds. I think I can get ten, ten, like ten buckets, just quick, like alley oops kind of thing. Um. Yeah, these and guys then yeah, are I think I block the shit out of you. I think I can get. Uh, I get the cherry pick so hard. Yeah, I can do that. And then I can. I, yeah, I, I'm taking. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. No question. All right, Keishan's super confident. You guys agree also. Yeah, that's an easy one. Um, yes, I would just I would probably play for like a team like the Knicks or the Cavs, where uh, there's not <laughs> like a chance to be the starter. Yeah, well, there's no like like guy that shoots like Harden that shoots like seventy times a game. Um, you need I would assists. just like I think dimes. I would, I think I would just. Uh, well, I mean, there's like a couple decent players, I guess. I think uh, I would just take like three pointers. I'm just gonna I'm a, I'm gonna hit one eventually, and then. I'll eventually get a certain amount by the end of the year. He needs seven three-pointers guarded by an NBA player. Over the course of a season? Yeah, I'm hitting one. I'm hitting seven. I'm hitting seven. It's a lot. I don't think I'm hitting the three. You said 20 points, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I... Like I think, I think like I would want to be on a team with a guy with James Harden or Giannis or something like that. Somebody where That's I can just I'm like saying. quickly get 10 assists just by passing the ball to him. And then, like, you yeah. know, like, while he's taking a double team and then, or, like, a triple team or something like that, then I can just sneak in around back. Oh, and a friggin- triple team. Hmm. I don't know, man. Crazy. They won't have to worry about me because, like, there's a good chance I just missed those layups, so they'll probably just let me be. That's what I'm Would saying. you say you would just reach around and grab it? Uh, yeah, and I would reach around-, around for the triple team, yep. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know. I got to say I'm leaning towards no, but if I were going to do it, if I were to say yes, I would probably try like I'd go to a team like the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers would be a decent um, mid-level to go to because a you got LeBron, you can get the assist from. But Lonzo's gonna dish you the ball every once in a while, which is gonna be nice. He's he's nice with passing. He's got some really nice passes. Sorry, yeah. who's gonna dish you the ball? Lonzo. You mean the guy on the Pelicans? Yeah. Kyle oh, Kuzma. sorry. No, who is it? I'm thinking of. Shoot. 
Um, Rajon Rondo. I can't remember. I don't know basketball. Think Kuzma, Anthony Davis. Um, I, don't I don't know, know who, the who is it. Point yeah. guard is anymore. Well, they've got Caruso, but he's not really a. I mean, no, he's he's a little. Rondo. I've seen him make some nice passes. He's the goat. Yeah, Rondo, Rondo, like Rondo might Rondo. be the guy I'm thinking of. He's the play, He's a playmaker. Well, he's bad now, but yeah, he used to be. yeah, but that's the thing. Now he's just facilitating the ball. He's just passing around. But, but he can he can still pass Aiden the ball. I was about to <laughs> he say can pass like, you the rock. Yeah, yeah, but like I I'm sure. That wouldn't be number one on Rondo's to-do list, but um, (laughs) that's the thing. Like, if if you're pretty shit, like they're they're gonna make a point of not giving you the ball, especially when you have to get 20 minutes on the court. Like, that's the thing. Like, that was part of like the conditions that you have to get 20 minutes on the court or whatever. They're just gonna play keep away. You're gonna be on the other team. Yep, pretty much. Because they're not gonna. What about you, Brady? Are you taking it? What team are you going for? Oh uh, yeah, probably. I'll take it. When I first yeah, when I first saw it, you know, like you most people were saying like hell yeah, but then there's also people in the comments like, dude, they're NBA players though. I, mean, I just I think I can still rack up a couple passes. Because like people like you can just dish the Steph Curry, he's gonna drain it from anywhere. So it doesn't matter how bad of a pass it is, like I can I can kind of pass. Yeah. But people it's what's well, either the other team's gonna let you let you be and leave you open. Or it's going to be a super easy steal, and they can just press you and get it right away. I can just be like, buddy, listen, I'll give you $1 million if you let me just take this layup. Just, you don't even have to let me score. Just let me take the layup. Like, I'm not even guaranteeing it that okay. I go down. So yeah, one layup per game. They just slap you for thinking that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. A million dollars to give up one play? I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Bill Gates. They're taking that. A chance. They're up 30 See, points. I'm thing. like, listen, just let here's me, let me take this way up real quick. Most of the guys in the NBA are quite, like, they're they're pleasant people. I'd say if you just explain the situation that if you didn't get 20 points, uh, you'd die. <laughs> I think if you just explain the situation, they might just let you get 20 points. They're pleasant, See, that, that, they're pleasant that was, people. They, they, <laughs> that was part of the, the, the challenge that I read. At the bottom, it said no one will ever know that you will die because of the challenge. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You can't, you can't use it. So you so can't like, explain the situation. No, like no one will know. Yeah, okay, okay. So, so let's say you can't just like convince them to help you out. Or I still bribe think I can them get with it. money. Uh, yeah, or bribe them. I don't think you can get it. I think you can get it. Ryan, when you say like, <clears throat> what if you, what if you were like, what if you were like, Goodness. suppose someone would die if they didn't get twenty points <laughs> this season. Hypothetically <laughs> speaking, yeah. there was like a guy about like. I have a, a friend. If there was a, I'm just asking for a friend. Would you hypothetically like, like let them score? <laughs> if they and then you just stare at them real hard. A million dollars. I'm just saying, there's there's some ways you can get around that. Yeah, I think so too. Anyways, just a, just a little fun. And welcome back to the Case and Punt podcast. I got Brady, Aiden, Keyshan, and Ryan here with me. Um, we're all practicing social distancing very well, but we're gonna roll right into um, some football talk after we got that um, that basketball all the way. Um, I think we're just gonna go through the list here, maybe like um, what's it called chronologically, the best I can. I don't know. A little, some stuff's out of order. We're not gonna go into detail about every single thing, but we can just kind of—I'll say it. We can speak what we think about it and then move on to the next uh next move that sounds good with you guys yeah there's definitely a few uh, big ones that we'll get to later a little bit of yeah. foreshadowing but i feel like you know the world should already know what's happening here but yeah brady why don't you take it away with the first yeah. one you got 
All right, so the first one, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers placed Ryan Shazier on the reserve retired list, keeping him in the organization so he can hopefully return someday. So I remember a lot of people saw that he was placed on this list and they were kind of angry at first, but it actually means that they want to keep him with the team. They're not, they're not just putting him on the retired list for or the reserve list for nothing. So I thought that was pretty cool, the Steelers, to do. Yeah, you know, it's absolutely tragic what happened to him. Um, absolutely great middle linebacker when he was playing. He was just like an ideal player, just super fast in the linebacker position, good coverage skills, could hit pretty hard. Um, it was tough to see what happened to him, but, you know, he's fighting to get back. Hopefully he makes it back to, on the field someday. Do you want to see him back in football, or do you think it's just like, you know what, your injury is too, too massive, maybe get you back into like a linebacker coaching role? I mean, uh, people said that about Teddy as well, right? And we'll definitely get to Teddy right now. But, you know, last year he went 5-0 and as a starter. Um, people said that like his career was done. And, uh, yeah. you know, obviously look how that turned out. So maybe Shazir is obviously a little bit more severe than that. But Peyton also had neck yeah. surgery, right, and came back when people didn't think he could. So we'll see. And shameless plug, Delvin Bro probably told him he couldn't play again. Uh, that's also another case. Uh, Delvin Bro broke his neck and probably should have been dead, but he kept playing. So, you know, hopefully there, there's hope for Shazier, uh, in my opinion. Brady, but did you we'll call see. Delvin a plug? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We, just, we just lost a listener. I was I was plugging our own podcast because we have an interview with him. Go listen, episode 13. I made that up. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's earlier, it, though. It's probably, uh, no, it's probably like, like talk, 20. Speaking Epis- of episode Ted- 15. Okay, that's close. Yeah. Speaking of Teddy Bridgewater, he the Panthers signed him to a three-year, sixty-three million dollar contract, which is twenty-one million a year. Keyshan, you're a big Panthers fan. Uh, I'll let you take this one away. Uh, first off, great math, Brady. Really appreciate that breakdown right there. Yep, there it is. Um, Teddy has been one of my favorite quarterbacks since he got drafted. Uh, a good friend of ours, uh, BJ. Shout out to you. Um, is a big Louisville fan, so he was the one that got me onto the Teddy hype train. Um. Loved him when he got drafted, had a couple great years in Minnesota, was one of my favorite quarterbacks. Obviously, he as well, massive knee injury. Sorry, uh, Shazier didn't have a knee injury, but massive injury. Um, yeah, had a severe rehab, signed with the Jets, then signed with the Saints, and uh, balled out with the Saints pretty well. We know that he has starter potential in him. Um, it's pretty interesting because there's a lot of reports saying the Panthers were going to tank, uh, tank for Trevor Lawrence. But I don't think Teddy Bridgewater's a tanking quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater can go out there and win you some games, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, you know what he does this year. Obviously, we don't have the receiver core like uh, like New Orleans does with Mike Thomas, but DJ Moore is up and up and coming. I like Curtis Samuel. Um, you know, obviously we have the best, you know, most versatile running back in the game. I would say best running back in the game in Christian McCaffrey. So pretty uh, pretty interesting spot for Teddy Bridgewater. He's yeah, like the third best receiver in the league. Um, <laughs> Teddy. Are you telling me that Teddy Bridgewater is like, making yeah. four less, four million less than than uh, than Tom Brady a year? Like Tom Brady's only making four million more. That's absurd. Yeah. Why? Four million is a lot. Uh, well, because Teddy Bridgewater is not the same quality player that Tom Brady is. No, four, but tw- twenty-one million dollars guaran- less. It's not. It's not guaranteed though. Like Tom Brady has twenty-five guaranteed. And then another ten million in incentive. So he it's basically thirty if if he hits it. Still Brady, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty that's, sure that's he's making a, more than more than Blake difference. Martinez and Corey Littleton combined. Yeah, those are linebackers. Teddy's a starting quarterback. Still he's okay, he's not a he's not a quality player like that though. 
No, but quarterbacks. We don't know. Game. He's never played a. He hasn't played a full season in like ten years. Also, he's Wait. not making more than them combined. Isn't Littleton and and Martinez both making ten mil? Uh, Littleton's making twelve. <clears throat> oh, so one less. Idiot. Uh, one less a year. Yep. Um, but Brady. Uh, you mentioned you know Bridgewater's making uh. Four million less than one superstar quarterback, but there's another superstar quarterback that just re-signed an extension. You want to go into that one? Yep, that is Saints quarterback Drew Brees. There was no real question; like he was ret- he was resigning the whole time. Is how much is he going to get paid for? And yeah, he took a bit of a discount, twenty five million a year. Um, so they can probably yeah, get so some talent. Like they brought over man, um, what's his huge discount him later. Yeah, I wonder how he's going to survive on twenty five million dollars a year. Um, all, all jokes aside, Drew Brees, um, you know, you, you give him a couple of rings and he's right up there in the conversation with, uh, like for goat, uh, with, uh, Tom Brady. He's got so many of the passing records. It's unbelievable. I mean, uh, his, his career, uh, he had the, like a really long discussion in the Twitter group chat about this, like Tom and, and, uh, Drew, cause yeah. like Drew owns all like the statistical records pretty much. Yeah. yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely like in terms of my favorite, I'm Drew Brees over Tom Brady, 100. percent But uh, I think Tom Brady is just a winner, and it's hard to hard to take that way away from him. And I feel like we keep talking about him, a lot, we keep talking about Tom a lot. But uh, we'll get there in a second. Uh, Drew Brees, I deserve probably you know maybe another 10 mil more a season. Uh, but good for him for resigning for like a little discount there, and hopefully the Saints can use that cap wisely. Well, and they they did uh, use that wisely as we'll just jump ahead a bit. Um, the Eagles actually declined their 2020 option for safety Malcolm Jenkins, and the Saints picked him up for four years at 32 million dollars. So that's uh, eight million a year. I think Malcolm. I believe Jenkins that's his second a, stint there, right? Yeah, 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 it okay. is. And so in your uh, in up, your big Malcolm Jenkins guy, correct? Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's a really good player. He's starting to get up there. Do you want to go into this? You want to go into this deal then? Four years, thirty-two million at uh, however old he is, and um, how dumb the Eagles were to not pay him. Yeah, I mean, okay, from the Eagles' standpoint, I can kind of see why you wouldn't. Uh, they need to make some changes there. I personally, I don't think it should have started with Malcolm Jenkins. I think he's a really good player, and I think he played a great game in that Super Bowl against the Pats. Like he's still kicking, he's still yeah, doing he stuff is. on the field. Still a dog. Um. The thing with the Saints signing him that I think is really good, I like. I think it's great that they signed him, um, but I think it was a big like depth move. They've got some like veteran presence on a young secondary now, which is kind of something they needed to go for. So I think uh, really good signing by New Orleans. Questionable move by Philly, but I get it. Um, he is he is thirty two years old. So signing that four year deal takes him to thirty six, which is. Uh, a little bit older than what you want your safety to be, but like I mean, like you said, Aiden, uh, can't go wrong with depth. And I think Malcolm Jenkins is a great piece to bring in if I'm the Saints. Yeah, you still got like Jonathan Joseph kicking around. It's just good to have like a good veteran who's really old. He's seen it all. He's been he's been on different teams. A leader, really right? Like he's he won yeah. he won he's won two Super Bowls now. One with the Eagles and one previously with the Saints. So yeah. Saints are making that playoff push. Let's let's try very, and go back to where they yeah. were. It's very very important for for teams to get those vets. Absolutely. Um, next up, yeah, in a in a, oh. a sorry in a secondary with Marshawn Lattimore too. Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, I love Marshawn Lattimore. So, and I, I believe they lost uh, Eli Apple, right? So they had to, yeah. to the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Raiders, they also signed Jason Witten. Aiden, this wow. is your favorite part of all time, correct? You want to go into this one? 
Um, Leaving Dallas. <clears throat> not my favorite player of all time. The reason I compare <laughs> myself to him is because I'm uh, fat, slow, and aged. But aged. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think it was an interesting move, but I think John Gruden likes his veterans. He likes his older, experienced players, and I think no matter where Jason Witten goes, he's going to make a difference in the locker room. Um, he's like, he's a leader. He's a really good leader. And I think with a guy like the issue is like, I want to say he's going to be a great mentor for like uh, Derek Waller. But the issue is they're just not similar players whatsoever. Maybe they're bringing Jason Witten in to help with the blocking for Josh Jacobs. I don't know why they brought him in necessarily, but I mean, it, it's a. You really, you really sim- want him stealing snaps from him, though? Like, I don't get it. No, no, no. Unless he, they're running I, double tights. That's the thing. I, I think they'd be running double tights because I think, uh, you know, John Gruden being a older coach, like he, he was around back in the day, he seems to run a lot of, like, old school systems. I can see him bringing some double, triple tight end in there, maybe making the three tight end like a. A backup tackle or something like he's going to utilize Witten in a blocking scheme and maybe send him on a few routes I don't think he's going to be a top like I don't think he's going to be a starter it would be ridiculous to make him a starter but um I mean it's a great signing for like a leader presence but I don't know another questionable move but is Jared Cook still on that team or did he no he's on the Saints is he not oh okay so who who's there? Did he? Um, is he a free agent? I sorry, I'm gonna correct myself. I think I said Derek Waller earlier. It's actually Darren. That was my mistake. Just remembered that. Oh, yeah, they got Darren Waller, Foster Moreau, Derek Carrier. Those are their tight ends. Oh, did they grab Foster Moreau as well? Yeah. Oh, he's the LSU guy, I believe. Yeah, he's 22, fourth round over. Uh, yeah, fourth round by the Raiders last year. Mm-hmm. LSU. Yep. Is he good? Um, he was never a superstar, but he, he, I think he's a quality leader and a, also a um, reliable target. I wouldn't say he's going to put up like crazy numbers like in his career ever, though. I watched him have uh, some good throws early last year, or some good uh, plays early last year. Just uh, my dad's a big Raiders fan, so you know there's some Raiders games on in my house every now and again when I like walk downstairs away from my office during the season. Um, but there's a uh, no, like he he makes some good catches. He's pretty consistent, pretty reliable. Um, he's no no Gronkowski. He's no Zach Ertz. Uh, but you never know. Maybe some development can get him uh, get him somewhere. Well, he is number eighty seven, and he had five touchdowns in thirteen games last year. So that's pretty good. Uh, red zone red red zone threat looks like. Yeah, the problem is Darren Waller's like their big tight end. So he's he's really just gonna sit behind him. Which well, he looks like a reliable backup. So and then Jason well now Ritten he's the backup's backup. Well, hopefully they start him over over uh, Witten. I doubt it. Why would Witten agree to that deal? Uh, he just gets paid to do whatever he, you know, whatever he wants. I don't know what his contract number is, but um, I think it's a one year, whatever. Anyways. You'd have to think that, like, he came out of retirement. You'd have to think that he's going to go back to it eventually. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see how they use him. Probably swap him in and out, in and out. But like, I I'd want to develop my. My young talent get some get them some snaps. In and out like the burger. Sure. Okay, All next right, up we myself. have um one one more ring to the gauntlet, as I've been I've been saying, to reunite the Watt brothers. Uh the Steelers signed fullback Derek Watt 
to join brother TJ Watt. And now all they need is JJ, and they win the league. As soon as you, you unite the three JJs, not that's not right, the three Watts. <laughs> it's game three over. Three Watts? Yeah. A three Watt mm-hmm. light bulb. Yep. It's pretty powerful, I think. Oh, well, I'd say that JJ is more than a three Watt, but yeah. And looking at what the Houston uh, Texans have been doing recently, it's not out of their not out of the world that they would give up JJ for something. Oh my god! For a third rounder. <laughs> yeah, for a seventh rounder in the washing machine. Yeah, exactly. So I think if Pittsburgh gets uh, JJ, then you know just give him give him the Lombardi Trophy because it's over. Is that any other comments, Keyshan or Aiden? I'll get on my end. Okay. Uh, next up, the Raiders signed Corey Littleton to a three-year, thirty-six million dollar deal. Any uh, any thoughts there? Great signing by the Raiders. They needed yeah. someone that was like to hear Whitehead was like the center point of that defense, but he wasn't cutting it. He's not like he's he's a decent linebacker, makes some decent tackles, but they really need a guy that can defend against the pass, and they signed a great backer to help do that. Yep, yeah, I agree. Raiders are uh, they made some some moves so far, so I think that'll that'll also help. Do you think they also uh, got Kwiatkowski, So yep, their they linebacker core is gonna be stupid. Yeah, that's a. Uh, <clears throat> I think I think the Bears were dumb to let him go, but it's whatever. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Speaking of the Bears, they signed <laughs> Robert Quinn to a five-year, seventy million dollar deal, which is about fourteen million dollars a year. How do you feel about that one, Aiden? You know what the uh, the like the kid in me being a former like St. Louis fan loves it because like yeah. Robert Quinn was an absolute beast back in the day, but he's done nothing. Like I don't <laughs> I I don't like I'm not gonna lie I don't understand this one at all. The only possible reason I can see for signing him is to just get more speed from. Well, I guess so. They cut Leonard Floyd. They'll probably have uh, Robert Quinn in like an edge rushing position, but cutting Leonard Floyd makes me think that they're gonna try to draft someone like another edge rusher um which i personally think is downright ridiculous because i don't think there's any there's not going to be much talent to grab in the second round as far as i can see but uh i mean it's it's an interesting move signing an older guy like that to come to a pretty young defensive line yeah i i agree it is a lot of money and i don't know if they'll keep him for all the all five years but still you know veteran presence he's still a Still a beast, I think, so, you know, we'll see. I love the move. I love it. Of course you do. <laughs> Sorry. I love what the NFC North has been doing. <laughs> the Detroit traded away their best secondary player. Um, the Vikings gave away digs. The Bears are making stupid monetary decisions. I love it. Yeah, so last episode we didn't. Th- this trade actually happened right after uh, we hung up the uh, the Discord there, so... The Vikings traded Stefan Diggs in a seventh rounder to the Buffalo Bills for a first, fifth, sixth, and a 2021 fourth round pick. So that's pretty, pretty huge. Um, Diggs got a first round, but uh, Hopkins didn't. That's crazy. I think they both should have because I don't know. Personally, I love Diggs. Um, I think he's oh, he's a great player. He's worth the first, but I'm saying oh, Hopkins yeah. is worth of two first, if of not course. three. Yeah, of course. Um, if Brandon Cooks can get two like a first round twice then Diggs can get one i mean uh hopkins can easily get 
four. So obviously Houston thinks David Johnson's worth three firsts. That's the <laughs> assumption, right? Yes. Like no, I'm not even kidding. Like they must assume that. Yeah. I guess I guess they think he's got a big bounce, a comeback year coming up. But anyway, Stefan Diggs, does that make the Bills the favorite to win the East? Mm, I like them. I mean, you can never count out Belichick, though. And Miami made some good signings as well. Yeah, Miami has been um, pretty active, um, and they, as long as they have Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think they're going to, they're definitely going to win some games because he uh, he's a vet and he knows what to do. Um, I think that I still think the Bills are going to come up short and not do real damage. I I think they'll. I, I do think they'll win the East. Um, I do think Josh Allen's a great quarterback. His throwing could definitely use in decision making. So it can definitely improve, but you know he's super young, and they're only building their defense. And I think they have a pretty solid team. Um, I remember someone posted like now it's like, do they have the best trio now? It's like uh, Diggs, Brown, and Cole Beasley. I'm like, any trio with Cole Beasley is not the best in the league. <laughs> I, I hated that. I hated that. Someone tweeted that. It was like a no. It was like a like a sports. Who's the Brown? Thing. John Brown, I believe. Oh, or John, the, John the Ross. small one. Who does the? Yeah, no, I don't. Beasley? I don't think a Brown. What was that? Oops, What'd you say? Oh my god, both AFK. Um, <laughs> no, I'm here. I didn't hear you. You said something about Brown, and then all of a sudden you called my name. So who's this, who, <laughs> John John Brown? <laughs> oh my John god. Brown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> It is John Brown, like the guy who does. John the- Brown is he the the really small one? He's pretty yeah, small. He's the yeah. super fast. Oh, yeah, okay. he's he's okay. quick. He's a good receiver actually. He had a good year. Yeah, but I don't. That's think not at- that's not the best trio in the league. Though. I don't There's think no it's way. the nastiest trio in the league. We, we put Cole Beasley in. That's like. Uh, but okay, yeah. But now you look at it in terms that Cole Beasley is a third receiver to Diggs and Brown. He's always a he's always been a third receiver. I know. He's I I hate Cole Beasley. I hate. Yeah, me too. Cole <laughs> <Beasley>. <laughs> Discount Edelman, like. It's hey, he's uh he's got some discount good music, Amendola. So. Yeah, discount Chris Hogan and Hogan's it, a discount Amendola his... and Amendola's have, a discount Edelman. Have you guys heard his music? <laughs> his nice. music is so bad. Cole Beasley. Yeah, I don't mind music? it. Yeah, he's got some music. It's Cole not Beasley bad. Has music. Yo, is it? Yeah, is man. it like a uh, country? But he's a rapper. It's not rap. Oh no! Wait, play it, play it, please. I can't play it. I don't think because we can get copyrighted for that. Tom Tomba Holly is way better. Tom no, played... Remember when you and I were bumping that one song? Yeah. Ryan, Ryan, we can't play it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, no it's why? YouTube, you can play for YouTube. less than five seconds. It's a YouTube. Hey, so this is how we gonna do it. Oh, <laughs> <It's not> <laughs> is this Cole That's Beasley? not Cole Beasley. It's a, free, it's a freestyle rap. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I have his actual music here. Hold on. Wait, pause it. Pause it. It says freestyle, but he's reading off his phone. So I don't really know if that's freestyle. That's not freestyle. It? Yo, they had to do him dirty like that and give him the. F- Wait, what? That what was, beat was that? That wasn't bad. That was um Snoop Dogg. That's Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, that's Dr. Dre, isn't it? Snoop. Yeah. Man. No, that's Snoop. No, yeah, but it's Dr. Dre's song. Yes, it's Dre's song. Snoop is on it, I think. Oh, okay. My bad. I don't know. Oh, my God. We're go- hey, hey, listen, it's not that bad. Hey, we can't play any more of that. It's just a YouTube video. It's not like an actual song. Do you think they can okay. claim things that are not on YouTube? I don't know. No one's gonna well, let's not find it. out. <laughs> no one's going to claim it. And claiming stuff is more so just like to block your monetary gain from it. We don't get money from anything, so. No, they can see you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but they're not going to. 
Okay. We're so small. Jeez, why do you get so mad? Next up, Giants signed Blake Martinez to a three-year, $30 million deal. How do you feel, Ryan? Wow. Um, well, I, first of all, I think it's a good deal for Blake. I thought he'd be worth a little bit more, but the market seems to have been shifted lower than people's expectations, Like, um, for, especially for like Martinez, Kwiatkowski, and um, uh, Littleton. But all in all, it's a good deal for Martinez. Change of scenery. Um, we knew that we wouldn't be able to re-sign him in, in Green Bay. So yeah, he, so he he was super classy through and through. Like he was just yeah. a he was a great guy. Too bad it's New York Giants, but maybe they'll they'll turn could it around be someday. He could be playing for like the Patriots or something. They're on a slow rebuild. I would love him on the Patriots. That'd be great. Yeah, he'd be he'd be one of the best linebackers in the league on the Patriots. We it's always how it happens. Our entire team, anyways. Indianapolis Colts found their quarterback. You got Philip Rivers on a one-year, twenty-five million deal. Um, what do they do with Jacoby Bressett? Bressett, Brescott. Uh, play him or bench Philip? Yeah, oh, I, I think that would be the best play. I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. I think I, yeah, let uh, let Philip develop underneath him for a year. Oh and yeah, then play him. <laughs> I hate that they signed Philip Rivers. You know, Jacoby Brissett did he did a pretty decent job last year with what he was given. And yeah. I think it's kind of a slap in the face to go out and sign a guy like Philip Rivers when thirty eight years old. Yeah, when what you should be doing is getting Jacoby Brissett weapons as opposed to someone that's gonna start over him. Like actually, you know what? They made like one of the best trades though. They got like uh DeForest Buckner from the 49ers, didn't they? Yeah, but that doesn't That's help. A great trade. That doesn't it's help Jacoby for Jacoby. I mean No, but that defense now has DeForest Buckner and uh that linebacker who's really good. The third year one. The maniac Darius Leonard. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's he's awesome. Well, t- but so they also gave up their first round pick in that deal, which means Jacoby Brissett is getting even less help, even though, like, you know, like I said, obviously he's probably not going to be the starter. Or, like, you know, one of you guys said. So well, he, yeah, but the, I guess if you have, like, a stopgap in River for a year, then, like, you can, you'd have your next year's first round pick, get a top wide receiver, play Brissett. I don't know. To be honest, they actually don't even have a terrible offense. They have what? Zach Pascal, pretty good. T.Y. Hilton, severely severely underrated receiver when he's healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. Marlon Mack and, uh, Frick, what's his face, the other running back? Uh, are you talking Jordan Wilkins or are you talking the other one? I don't remember the other one's name. Yeah, Jordan Naheem Hines. Yeah, Naheem Hines, Naheem Hines, who's actually pretty good. And they've got a pretty decent O-line. They've got Quentin Nelson, who's like debatably the best O-line in the league right now, and Braden yeah. Smith, who's like on his way up. So, I mean, they've got a pretty decent offense, and – I don't know. Jacoby they Brissett, just lost Ebron too, though. Yeah, to see that that, that kind of yeah. that kind of sucks. But uh, do this? Do they still have Jack Doyle? Can we fact check that? I do believe they do, but he's injury prone. Like every year, he is. But he's actually he's not bad. Like he's actually pretty good. Just like every two years ago, Ebron had thirteen prone. touchdowns. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like that, that was like one in the first in the league, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember. Like stupid. I remember. I didn't really realized that he had such a good season so i saw him in the pro bowl and i was like why the hell is jack doyle in the pro bowl right now? <laughs> no yeah. ebron oh but they're both both very good ebron two years ago had 13 touchdowns i had him in fantasy yeah yeah Do- he was Do- amazing four touchdowns last year oh okay well well ebron was the main player and he's always hurt that's what i'm saying oh okay. yeah that's true 
But Doyle's a decent running back to, um, I mean, tight end to run with. So not run the ball with, but like play with, you know. Oh, catch me on a tight end twist. Sure. Also, breaking news, Justin, um, Emmanuel Sanders has signed with the New Orleans Saints. Two-year, $16 million. Oh, my God. Wow. That's breaking news. Heard it here first. Jeez. Probably not. I'm so sick of the Saints, man. New Orleans yeah. is out to win a Super Bowl in their uh, last season with Drew Brees, apparently. Well, you may – I mean, it makes sense that the Saints are stocking up because now you got Brady and his super team forming slowly – in their division, so they got to make these moves now. Get Emmanuel before he goes to Tom Brady. And wait, Brady, where did Tom Brady sign? We're not there yet. Well, frick, you just said it. I was trying to tee you up a little bit. And we have so much because mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go there and then just go back to fucking Nick Foles. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Aiden, Aiden Wald, Nick Foles to your Bears for a fourth round pick. How you feeling? Um, I'm a little upset that the Bears gave away. They're already completely diminished picks, like another one. But, honestly, I'm at the point where I'm kind of just like, whatever happens, happens. When it comes to the quarterback situation, like, personally, not a massive fan of Nick Foles. I really, I didn't understand why Jacksonville paid him so much money to come play for them. And I think they really lucked out with Gardner Minshew, well, depending on how he does this season. But... It's really tough being in that position and really trying to be okay with what just happened, knowing last year how upset I was just for the Jags. Like, it's not like I hate Nick Foles as a guy. I just really don't think he's a good quarterback. Like, I I don't think he's that good. And I think he's aggressively injury prone when it's not the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. I think that the Bears are actually trying to give away all their picks so they don't have to show up to the draft this year. Like, that's what I think that they're doing. Social distancing. But in in seriousness, if if Foles is an upgrade over Trubisky, then that's good value for a fourth-round pick. Yeah, of course. Objectively. That's kind of why I've come to terms with it. I was kind of upset when it happened at first because, like, obviously there were those uh, rumors that we might be getting Teddy Bridgewater. So I was fired up. I was so happy. But obviously we all know what happened with that. So... Um, yeah. kind of settling for Nick Foles kind of makes me wonder, okay, there's guys like Cam Newton on the market, which I get. Cam's not fully healthy, but it would be kind of cool to see Cam wearing number one in a Bears uniform. But, um, no, we got to go with Big Dick Nick instead. It's fine. I've come to, <laughs> I've come to terms with it. It's cool. You'll be okay. And there's a lot of just, in general, quarterback mysteries going on here because I saw – uh, a report today and they talked about it in the pack pat mcafee show of the dolphins wanting to trade up to first to get joe burrows i mean burrow um do you think the dolphins would do that i don't think cincinnati's gonna let them get the chance because there's still I, a lot of quarterbacks available you got cam you got andy dalton you got james winston i mean cam newton these aren't terrible quarterbacks for um cincinnati to roll with I don't think. Why would they do that? And get some. That'd good be return. so dumb. Get some good return. Uh, two know. things really quickly. I so Burrow and Fitzpatrick, a little mentorship. Uh, Joe Burrow I, just had off, the best, I, best college season ever had. Period. Like full stop. Nothing else. Well, Keyshen, yes. Uh, frick, I forget one of my points. Roll with the other uh, one. Then. One of them. Sometimes was, when you start talking. 
you lose the train of thought, but hopefully you get it by the end of the time you start uh, talking. Yeah, probably not going to get this one back. But down, the one was start. uh that I saw. Uh, I saw something today that said the Bengals are potentially looking to... Oh, yeah, they're right here. Lance Zerline projects the Bengals to trade out of their number one overall pick. Yeah, okay, so adds to my theory. Yep. Dolphins go to first. I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't Burrow, believe it. Why yeah. would they Why would they tender A.J. Green then if they were just going to not get Burrow? Well, he's so still... They have someone because he's half decent. He still needs someone. If he can be healthy, if he can be healthy, he's a good receiver. You think Winston's not that bad. He, I think... I think they're just put, waiting. Put the, put the fifty picks away. He's not a bad quarterback. I th- I honestly <laughs> think they're just waiting for him to get healthy so they can trade him. Maybe he's he has no trade value though. Um, Dude. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there would be some teams that would kind of make a run at him, but mm, he's not young and he hasn't played in two years. Yeah, that's I I think. I like I have such a problem with AJ Green right now, but that's just me. Yeah, me too. Anyways, um, I have here a Chargers sign Brian. How do you say his last name? Ryan Balaga. Balaga. Yeah, three year thirty. Brian Balaga, Iowa. You think that's what he's worth? Packers couldn't give that to him. Um, he's worth probably more than that. Yeah. Um, Chargers got a good deal there. I'd say I'd say so. Yeah, he's if he's healthy, he's one of the best right tackles in the league. I was hoping that we would let Martinez go so we could have the money to re-sign Belaga, but I guess it yeah. just wasn't in the cards. So he was one of I my saw, favorite Packers uh, players. So sad to see yeah. him go, but I saw a lot. I'm of glad he's in the fans. AFC, not against us. That's true. I saw a lot of Packers fans saying that they were going to either keep keep one of them and then let the other one walk, but they let them both walk. So well, that's why I was so. Um, that's why I thought they were going to do something like, um, like really big because they were obviously clearing cap space to do something, but they just haven't done anything. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, keeping on the offensive line, you got Ram signing Andrew Whitworth to a three year, $37 million deal. Um, who's the Rams running back now? Who do they have? Not Todd Gurley. Not Tom Gurley. Tom. Who is... Who has it now? <laughs> they have a rookie running back, uh, like a rookie from last year. I forget his name. I think it's Darrell Henderson. Darrell Henderson. That's his name. So they're looking to get another running back, maybe. So who's still available? Because only Aiden noticed that I called him Tom. <laughs> no, it's just Aiden's the only one that called you out for it. Thank you for doing that, Aiden. By the way, uh, this draft class is very heavy in running back. So now is oh, not okay. really a time where you All need right. running back, right? Like you have J.K. How Dobbins heavy is going. It, bro? There's not Jonathan one T- running back going in the first round. Yeah, but there's a lot of talent. It's just because there's a, it's a great draft class all in all. But J.K. Dobbins is a good running back. Um, DeAndre Swift's a good running back. Jonathan Taylor's a good running back. And all those guys might not even go in the first round. I have a couple of them going in my first round. Spoiler alert for an episode yeah. coming up soon. But uh, and you, eight, Ryan, you still have guys like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who's uh, not going to be a day one guy, right? Like He's not a bad mm, running back. I think he's better than Swift. For sure, and then oh, I think you're foolish if you think that. Oh, quite foolish he's a, if you think that. No, if you value a receiving running back, then yeah, for sure he is. Hundred percent. And speaking of Rams running backs, they actually released Todd Gurley and Clay Matthews, but the Atlanta Falcons, after release, no, did they release? Yeah, they released Devontae Freeman. They picked up Todd Gurley. He's going back to, what was that Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia? Yeah, back to Georgia. On a one-year deal, and he will actually receive seven point five million dollars still from the Rams and six million dollars from the Falcons. So he got a little, 
got a little payday there. And um, yeah, he's going back to Georgia where he went to mm-hmm. college, I believe. Correct. Nailed it, Brady. Yeah, so it's it, it was good to see him and go Brady back. Brady says he knows nothing about college football. I know. Well, I just saw a ton of tweets, so I'm just going off of that. I'm just putting my faith there. I didn't personally. I don't. I don't really want Todd Gurley on my team for because I was late. Tampa was okay. Disclaimer: I'm a I'm a Tampa Bay fan now. Okay, New England's over. Dynasty's over. I want to win. They're not going to win this year. When I say we or us, it's I'm referring to Tampa Bay. Okay, just getting, just getting that out there. I- like I can't tell if you're I, serious because this is gonna be weird for me. This is gonna be really, really weird. I know. For me. Well, I said su- I submitted my bandwagon form to the chat. Yeah, so. I saw that. But does this mean like who who judges this? Like who do you submit it to for review? Like you guys, I don't know. Is so, there a council? Yeah, but that's that's what I'm wondering. Is there a council? Because then like, well, you don't. I don't get denied. Well, I but you good... you could you could. Well, because now, I'm just, because I'm roll with it. well because of your Patriots tenure, I could see it being declined. No, but because my tenure is over. But that's the, but that's the thing because you've been such a like long term Patriot. No, no. See, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, because... my contract's up. I was with I was on Brady's contract. No, I'm a Brady no, no, fan. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's how it goes. No, no, no. Anyways, I didn't want Tampa Bay to get Gurley because. You know, arthritis man, he's like 80 years old. I, I thought that he's going to be get paid a lot. So I'd, I'd rather put the money somewhere else because whatever, Tampa Bay's running backs are fantastic. Just kidding. So the Falcons got him. <clears throat> what do you guys think of that move? Um, You know what? I think it was pretty decent. They got rid of uh, Devonta Freeman, who... I don't know. I think he was hurt for most of the last season, but yeah, I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he played last year. No, yeah, I, I don't think he played either. Um, Shout out to Nick for accidentally auto drafting him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, uh, no, still, I mean, still a leader, still a, like a, a longtime Falcon. So you know, you love having those guys in your team. But that's the thing. Bowl. If if by any chance he does pop off, then you're a genius. I don't I don't really see a downside to this move. You know what? Like honestly, because yeah. they everything has been disclosed. It's not like they're trying to hide something. It's not like he's trying to hide something from the organization. Everyone yeah. knows what's coming in right now. So it's like, yep. it's one of those things where if he balls out, if he goes and plays well, like what's his face? Um, <coughs> forget who the coach is. Friggin' uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin looks like a genius. You yeah. talking about Dan Quinn? Yeah, Dan Quinn. <laughs> Stone, Stone Cold, Cold Steve Austin is that what? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the guy? Three sixteen, baby. He's he's rocking the uh, he's rocking the uh, what's it called? The, the goatee. goatee. Is it a goatee? Is that? I thought, yeah, I that's what it's called. Yeah. Right? yeah, I thought the goatee was like the little like thing. Soul patch. That's okay. That's what it is. The soul. Never yeah. mind. I was wrong. I can't grow no. facial hair, so I don't know. As usual. What's well, facial hair? Never heard of her. So, yeah, there's that. And then Clay Matthews got released. He hasn't been signed yet, but there ha- he um, the Packers have reached out to him, so they're looking to bring him back. Would you, would you want that reunion there, uh, Ryan? Who said that they reached out? I didn't see that. His agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been talking. Brady and, um, Brady and uh, I mean, Matthews I would not be opposed to it. He had six sacks in like five games last year. And okay. then he got he broke his jaw, so there's still some there's still some juice in the tank, and he obviously wouldn't be playing full time. So as long as our good players like Zadarius and Preston like don't get benched for him to play, then it's fine. 
Yeah, I don't think that would happen, but he can definitely step in and again, huge leader, big legacy in Green Bay. So I feel like hey, depth that pass rush is never his... bad. Yeah, Gary would have to give his number back. <laughs> yeah, pretty Jeez. much. Poor guy's getting everything taken from him. <laughs> uh, uh, well speaking of numbers being given he... up, no, we're not there yet. Ugh. Chargers signed Chris Harris Jr. for a two-year, $17 million deal. I was Tampa Bay would get him, but they did not. It's Chris Harris. Very good. Uh, I like him a lot, DB. So there's that. We got Cardinals signing Devon Kennard to a three-year, $20 million deal. Good for the Cardinals. I actually think it's Devin Kennard. <laughs> Ryan, that was I, I don't know why, but that was actually really funny to me. We we planned that before we started recording, so there, that was our bit for the day. Um Cowboys signed Haha Clinton Dix to a one year formula deal. Uh the Broncos, big deal here. Melvin Gordon to a two year sixteen million dollar deal. So um that's eight million per year. So Broncos got their running back there. Drew Locke has a backfield mate that's uh not a half bad one, so it could be could yeah, be interesting and, to see what so they do. Him and Philip, him and Philip Lindsay is going to be nasty. The Broncos, even... the Broncos backfield is the most stacked backfield in the NFL now. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, even Royce Freeman's not a bad back. But He's that's yeah. that's what I'm yeah, saying. 100%, 100%. They have like they have three guys that could go anywhere in the league and split time. So it's yeah. it's unbelievable that they're splitting time between those three. Like that's the thing. Like. Melvin Gordon is used to being in a system where he has to split time, and he made that work with Austin Eckler like two seasons yeah. ago when they yeah. split time. Like they were both unbelievable. Like yeah. Austin Eckler played as like a mainly receiving back, but like they made it work between the two of them. This year it was kind of because eh, obviously Melvin Gordon missed half the season. Austin Eckler balled out, stole the job. Like understandable, but yeah. uh, like in a backfield where all three of them are going to be splitting time, I don't know with. Uh, Drew Locke is a horsecock as the uh, quarterback. I don't. Know. I don't know if I'd want to be facing that yeah. backfield. Me neither. So big, good stuff for the Broncos. <laughs> Probably the only thing they got going for them there. So good for them. Um, the Lions traded Darius Slay to the Eagles for a third and a fifth round pick, and because of that, Slay received a three-year, fifty million dollar deal. So Lions got their cornerback there. I've always liked Darius Slay. I'm on my Madden mobile team, so pretty happy. Yeah, he's a good good cornerback. Sick last name. That's like one of my, the first thing like when I was in playing Madden like what was it, Madden twelve when he was in there? <laughs> he's been um, around for a bit, yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been around for a minute, but he's still he's still relatively young though, no? Like twenty late twenties? Yeah. My foolish thing in late twenties? No, I think he's twenty eight. Yeah, okay. Uh twenty eight, three year deal takes him to thirty one. I think that's a good deal. Um yeah, he sure. he made it very clear that he wanted out of Detroit. So yeah, Phil, uh, a third and fifth round pick for a starting cornerback, which is something the Eagles desperately need. I think yep. that's a pretty solid deal. So yep. yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying with the like the Malcolm Jenkins. Like it's a little bit understandable that they got rid of him because they got that money to sign Slay, and they really need help at corner. They really have no one. Who is it? They have Sidney Jones and Jalen Mills. The Green Goblin, baby. Yeah, Jalen Mills is a liability. Um. Sidney Jones is like mediocre. Like I wouldn't don't, even I don't disagree. I'd say like average. So like they got they got themselves a real treat. And Darius friggin' Slay. I I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Again, Lions aren't doing anything this year, so I don't I couldn't care less. Well, but good for Darius. Darius? Uh, last but not least, my New England Patriots, my ex Patriots, um, 
very horrible, horrible offseason. You hate to see it. Like, it's just very crushing to see the team fall apart so much. Obviously, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not, like, uh, how do I say this? Um, like it's it's due is that is that what i'm trying to say okay. like i've i've won for 20 years i think it's okay i finally just knowing what it's like to lose players to free agency and people not wanting to come to new england you know what i mean i mean after having six six rings uh that's what i'm, that's what know, I'm saying like it's given it's about, to you about time it yeah just, it's a, it, it's i've never seen so many people leave at once so you got Kyle Van Noy, Landon Roberts, and Ted Karras all going to the Dolphins. So, Landon being our uh, our linebacker who stepped in as fullback this year. Yep, I remember that love, a couple times. Uh, great guy. I think he's the one who came up with the term boogeyman for the defense. Um, Ted Karras, um, you know, very solid guy in the O-line. So, I loved him. So, all went to Miami. And then all going to the Detroit Lions is Jamie Collins, uh, linebacker, down line, um, edge rusher. Danny Shelton, big nose tackle, and uh, Duran Harmon, who's a, a big safety for us. So, so there there goes uh, three defensive Pats players to so their ex defensive coordinator. Yeah, all reuni- all reuniting with Matt Patricia. So, yeah, hate to see it, but you know, I'm glad they, you know, glad they got paid. Glad they can go do something and prove that they can work outside of a system. Like last year, I mean, last time Jamie Collins left didn't work out so well for him. So hopefully he can. Uh, Play a, bit, play a bit better and play up to his contract this time. And lastly, we lost uh, Nate Ebner to the Giants. And again, like not not, not many people are going to know who Nate Ebner is. He's mainly a special teamer's special team. He was guy for the us. Australian rugby player, correct? Yeah. So he yeah. well he played for the U.S. Uh, at the Olympics for rugby. Okay. Um, he he played football he at Australian? Ohio. I just no, he played football at Ohio State. I'm pretty sure. Sure. I, I think so. Not hundred percent sure. Let me fact. I'm gonna yeah. fact check that. But yeah. Brady, go like, ahead. You know, he's a he's a safety by trade, but you know he doesn't get many reps unless there's like a Slayton. But you know, just a huge special teams guy, just like Matt, Matt, Matthew Slater is always him and Ebner on every single play. If it's not Slater, mm-hmm. it's Ebner. If it's not Ebner, it's Slater. So he just seeing that every single game, it, you know, you get used to it. He becomes a fan favorite, and he's been with the team for so long. It just sucks seeing um, these people leave. But yeah, um, such is life. So, he, I, 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 he was born in Dublin. Okay. <laughs> uh, but Dublin, Ohio. So I, oh. I don't think I was right. <laughs> Dublin's yeah, Ohio in Australia. So. Yeah, com- completely, uh, completely wrong on that one. But he was a rugby player. Uh, That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Aiden right. wants to mention Trufant to Lion. Aiden does want to mention Trufant to the Lions to replace Darius Slay. Are you happy? Yeah, Aiden? I mean that's that's kind of an important point. Um, it's not. How, yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, I forgot to put that in. No, I mean yeah, I think it's a really important point. And if they mention it, and if they can manage to pick up Jeff Okuda in the draft this year, it's pretty solid. I mean, I don't think like Desmond Trufant isn't like okay. <laughs> What is happening, Brady? Desmond Ryan sent Lizzo in the chat. Sorry, Desmond Trufant isn't like a number one corner by all means anymore. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, even in his prime, he wasn't a number one. He was elite, but he 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 was elite, but he wasn't number one. Um, oh, oh, number number one, number one in the league. Yeah, not like a number one on the depth chart. Yeah, that's more. Yeah, so I mean, on Atlanta, of course he was because like. 
well, you got to think of who he was with. He was with friggin' Robert Alford. Like, mm-hmm. my boy, Robert Alford. That's not a number one corner. Um, no, I mean, like, uh, but he's going to be great for mentorship for uh, Jeff Okuda if they can manage to get him. Um, which, not saying Darius Slay wouldn't, but I mean, it's they're they're downgrading a little bit to save some cap. I can understand that. Yep, and Brady, I think uh, is, is that it. Do we have one more? See, I was thinking because we're already at an hour. I was like, I'm going to mention, of course, but should we save the save save the actual breakdown of the team that I have for another? Buddy, we can we can run over an hour. We're fine. Go ahead. I still want to take one. Okay, so if you don't do this right now, no, I was going to say it. I will I be gonna, so mad. I was, I was going to present my essay to you guys. Anyways. It better so, not be longer than twenty minutes. No one wants to hear your Buccaneers talk for twenty minutes. It's all it's for. No everybody. one wanted to hear your Ancaster Meadow talk for an hour and a half. Yes, no people did. Hear, no one wants to hear Star Wars hour. Okay, no one, your idea. no one wants to hear any of. Nobody wants morons. to listen to our podcast. It's, it's, it's that's what we're the getting. Podcast at. is falling apart. Okay, blind, full apart. transparency. Blind spot. Come on, Pod, come on. Can we get this started? Dad. Can we get this started? Blind spot. Brady, if this <laughs> one's more, if this one's more than five minutes, I'm gonna lose my mind. Tom Brady decided where he's going after much deliberation. Yeah, very suspenseful. Um, he signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a two-year, $50, nope, $50 million <laughs> fully guaranteed deal, which includes $9 more million, 4.5 per year, um, in incentives. And also, it prohibits any tags or any trades and that kind of suggests that Brady will have free range to pick where he wants to go after the two years. So, suggesting that he maybe wants to keep playing when he's 44, 45. So, um, this is where I wanted him to go. So, I'm, I am happy. I'd, I'd rather him go to Tampa Bay than LA or Las Vegas. I think those were the only two real teams at a shot. So, it's weird. Obviously, we're in the twilight zone. Um, but I've I've made my made my goodbyes with New England. I'll still be cheering for them in the distance, but Tampa Bay is my team now. I forget what the um oh, wreck havoc hashtag wreck havoc. Um let's go Bucks. It's gonna be very interesting to see um what the team can do with uh for Tom Brady in the next two years because the window is very small. There's only a year or two for the Bucks. So you know, go get your people now. So what do you guys think? I think Tom Brady just got put in the best situation to succeed that he could have been. That offense is freaking potent. He's got receivers like he's never had before, other than with Randy Moss and Rob Gronkowski. You know, two not not too bad names, but Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, unreal. OJ Howard, hopefully he pans out and has a breakout year. It's hard not to do when you have Tom Brady throwing you the ball. Uh, the yep. Texas Tesla, Ronald Jones, I feel like he could have a, um, you know he could break out with uh, with some lack of like with no focus on uh, on him anymore. Um, I think he's a good running back out of USC. Um, yep. Uh, I think uh, you know I think there's I think there's a lot of potential in this offense. They have a decent offensive line. That defense needs to be shored up, isn't that right, Brady? Yep. I have like a huge breakdown of them. Like we can I, I can go for it quick, but like I don't, I don't know if you want to do like do like a Tampa Bay special episode before we. Uh... I, there there's is nothing I would of, hate more, considering I hate the Buccaneers. There's a lot of mysteries on that team. Very, very quickly before we go into that, I have a really hot take that I want to get you guys' opinion on. Okay. I think, I think this first season for Tom Brady in Tampa Bay is going to be catastrophic. What I, do you mean by catastrophic? What are you What are you saying for? Wins? I think 
the chemistry in Tampa Bay is going to be worse than when Jabu was the quarterback. And I'll tell so you what. Why. Are you, what are you thinking? I'll what tell you, you thinking, why. Like for wins. Oh, I don't. I don't know win loss. I think. I just think there's going to be a lot of chemistry issues. I think there's going to be a lot of sloppy play. At least at the beginning, like the first half, of the first season is going to be really sloppy for them. The reason I think that is because the thing with like Jameis, he didn't really have like personality issues, and I'm not saying Tom does, but Bruce Arians is a pretty strong-nosed coach in the sense that. Tom's not going to have the freedom that he did with Belichick. And I mean, when you think of Belichick, yeah, very hard-nosed guy as well. But Tom Brady earned his tenure on that team. Tom Brady was like the focal point of that New England team. He could basically say what he wanted and get away with it. And I understand when Tom Brady says something, you listen to Tom Brady. But Bruce Arians is not going to care about that. He's going to sit Tom Brady down as soon as he comes into the Tampa Bay facility. And he's going to say, hey, this is my team. Like, sure, if you have suggestions, let me know, but it's my team. Fun fun little tidbit here, Aiden. Um, there are a lot of reports. Technically, these are all unofficial, but there's a lot of reports and confirmations that Tom Brady said wherever he goes, he wants control, like partial control over the roster and partial control of uh, play calling. So of course he he's going to have... What? He's already, no, he's already been granted uh, roster control. Tom Brady. That was part of the deal. Really? So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so I didn't see um, that. Yeah, but Aiden, here's the thing. Um, a year ago, I would have disagreed with you. Um, I think, you know, people can just get along. Uh, but I was dead wrong about the Cleveland Browns last year, and you were completely right in terms of that. Uh, uh, you said they weren't going to mesh well, too many egos and all that, and I was completely wrong, and I'll eat my words. Um, you don't hear that too often, me saying I'm wrong, but... Uh, I I'll, I'll 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 put my money uh, I'll put my money on you this time, Aiden. I got I, I'll trust in you here. So that's the thing. Again, this is a hot take. I'm not saying these are two children in the park, right? But I so think hot. they're both getting into two situations where they don't quite understand, like exactly what's happening here. You know what I mean? I like, thought I honestly thought you were going to talk about uh, the receivers, like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. No, 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 no. More big play receivers than uh, than what Tom Brady you know, has been accustomed to over the last few oh my years gosh. since Randy Moss. No, I think Tom's going to Tom's gonna love his offense, but I think the issue is there's going to be budding between Tom Brady and the team and Tom Brady and the... And I get it. Like, again, like you said, there's no reason that people can't get along. I don't think there has to be conflict in every single thing, but I think when it comes to brand new situations, it's going to take some getting used to, right? Like, Bruce Arians Agreed. has never dealt with a guy of this caliber um, unless uh, yes, he has. Who? That's and, not true. Had... Oh, I was gonna make a joke about Jabu Winston, but okay. So uh, the only reason I'm gonna disagree with you... you there, and I said I said this knowing full well what I said. Nobody is like Tom Brady. Yeah, but Peyton Manning's the next closest. Sure, but Peyton Manning is like I don't even know how to explain it. Like Peyton Manning is like I feel like. Tom Brady has a way more fiery like attitude than Peyton Manning. Yes. Peyton Manning is like he's a he's a very calm like uh field general. I'll say that. Like he knows what he wants done and he expects the best out of his players. And I've seen him yell before, yeah, but Tom Brady is like in your face like 
jumping up and down. Like you don't see that stuff out of Peyton Manning. You know, they're they're two very different attitudes. And I just think I don't know. I think if things aren't going well right off the bat, Tom's gonna start to get frustrated because he's not used to being on a team where it's he like and I shouldn't say that he doesn't have to work for it because obviously he's insanely talented and I'm he has had to work for everything he's gotten, but he's not used to being on a team where he doesn't have the mastermind Bill Belichick to help him watch over everything, right? It's yep. it's gonna be a different atmosphere, and I think it's not gonna be the same to either of them because like when Jabu was the quarterback in Tampa Bay, uh, he does exactly what Bruce Arians tells him to. And I mean, yeah, he didn't do it well, but Bruce Arians is also dealing with a very young team in Tampa. So, um, like he has, he has that tenure, he has that leadership over them, but bringing in a guy like Tom Brady, it's like, and I've, I've said this like three times and I apologize for saying it again. It is going to be far different than anything both of them have experienced. Yeah. Like, obviously I agree with you. It'll be different. Tom's never dealt with this before, but I still think that Arians, like, I think everyone, he already has everybody's respect. Like, I don't think Tom Brady has to come in, spend a year and get, you know, convince Bruce Arians that he's worthy. That's what Tom Brady thinks. You know, he's he's a big believer in, and well, the Patriot way is that it doesn't matter what you did last year. It's about what you're, what, what are you going to do this year? So Tom, in, his, in Tom's mind, obviously, he has to prove himself and, and all that. But I think, like, just realistically, like, the whole team has so much respect for tom or you look at chris godwin who's like they're like you know are are you going to give up number 12 he's like yeah if if tom asked me for number 12 i'm going to give it to him just out of respect it's a thing right he doesn't have to but obviously he's he said he's going to because he's the goat all his accomplishments and arians knows that and i like that arians is the coach because he's been around peyton he's been around roethlisberger and he knows what it's like to work with these goat quarterbacks maybe not Roethlisberger but you know high high caliber quarterbacks and yes it's going to take some getting used to but you mean you you look at their record I mean you look at their schedule for next year it's it's very hard seeing them losing to like the Panthers or the Bears or the Broncos or the the watch it watch it it's gonna be very tough to lose to those teams or the Falcons it's gonna be hard to lose those teams no matter what and Tom Brady's not really one to drastically change play calls or do some stuff crazy and i know I, it's i can't really speak too much to that because him and bill have been doing it for so many years so like obviously it looks like they're running um smoothly but i think tom he, he knows the situation he knows i don't think he's gonna go in there and start demanding like, acting like the owner and by raw i mean obviously by roster control it's like obviously i say in roster control he's like 100 percent own it and like what tom brady says goes it's more just. It's more so just like, if Tom Brady wants Antonio Brown on the team, they're probably going to have to get him for Tom. So, yeah, so, I mean, like that. that's kind of that's that's another uh, can of worms that I don't want to get yeah. too far into because it's purely speculation. But there's always the Antonio Brown factor, right? If you bring yeah, have, in, yeah. if you bring Antonio Brown into Tampa Bay off of Tom Brady's words. I'm I'm seeing Mike Evans and Chris Godwin getting in a fight with Antonio Brown at practice. I can yeah, I, guess, I can picture yeah. it perfectly in my head. To have Antonio Brown working with two young receivers like that that are like 
on their way up. Antonio Brown isn't going to be a mentor to those guys. No. Like, are you I, kidding I, me? And, and, and I don't believe, like, I don't, I don't even see a, a world where A.B. smartens up past the point where he's, like, an influential leader and outstanding role model. Like, yes, I believe he can clean up his act. I believe he can mature, of course. But is he going to 100% make a 360 or 180, I should say? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't see that happening. So, like, personally, I do not want Antonio Brown on the team. Will it? Will I cry out of sadness and upset if Am- Antonio Brown comes? No, that's the best receiving trio in modern history, right? But, you know, I, I, I talk about it later in my essay, why and him and where Brady, the money why don't you post the essay on our Instagram or something like not, that? Not a chance. Basically, I think Tampa Bay is going to do some real damage, okay? Overnight, they went from 40 to 1 odds to win the Super Bowl, 22 to 1 odds. And that's only going to get better with more ring-chasing players coming and in. And they're going to be taking discounts, too. Because these players, they might be veterans getting, you know, like you might get some O-linemen who are kind of like at their career, never made the playoffs. never Like, hey, you know what? I got a couple years left. Let's go get the Super Bowl. And they're going to take discounted prices, just like they did with the Patriots, right? People want to play with the GOAT. People want to play with LeBron James. People want to play with you know Michael Jordan, and you're gonna you're gonna come to that city and play there. I don't think it's obviously. I'm not saying that we're gonna place above the Saints or the uh, what's it? Um, what's the other team in the NFC? Um, uh, San Francisco 49ers. I don't think they're gonna be better than them. But is it crazy to think that Tampa Bay will go 11 and five? I don't think so. It's absolutely insane. Uh, Brady, I saw your prediction on Twitter saying 12 plus wins. So, yeah. So I'll break that down right now, real quick, like my tweet, because I think it's pretty, pretty cool. So last year, the Bucks went seven and nine, right? And that's not good by any means, right? Winston, seven and nine is average, whatever. But six of those nine losses, 69, nice. Six of those nine losses, they only lost by a touchdown or less. So seven or less points. And one of those teams was the Saints, too. So it's not even they were out of the question. Granted, they didn't have Drew Brees, but that's whatever. <laughs> so instead of Winston having a 33 touchdown, 30 interception season, maybe he went like 36 touchdowns, 20 interceptions, or 25 interceptions. Those six wins could have eased, I mean, those six losses could have easily been wins. And then you're looking at a 13 and three record without Tom Brady and all and all the further talent that they're going to get. Yeah, I know with Jameis friggin' Winston, that quarterback, you're going 13-3? Yeah, 13-3, and three. How are you? And three, right? If yeah. you bring in Tom Brady's consistency, his probability to read defenses, because Winston's just throwing shit, right? He's he's going up to the line, he's hiding the ball. He's not looking at the defense, just like Mahomes. He's going up to the line, just or like just like any young quarterback. They're not taking 20 seconds like Manning and Brady to dissect the defense and tell the offensive line who's blitzing, who's in coverage, who's showing, you know. You get Brady in there doing that stuff. He's going to throw way less picks, you know, way less chances for their offense to score and a lot more opportunities for their off for um, the Bucks offense to score. And I think that'll help tremendously. So is it crazy for them to go 12 and 4, 11 and 5 when they could have gone easily gone 13 and 3 last year? I don't think um I don't think that's out of the out of the stratosphere to think of. No, um, I don't. I don't. I don't think it is. Um, plus, I plus saw the tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I wanted to bring it up just because. Yeah, you know, I, I feel yeah. like it is a good point. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, like, like I said, it's a, it's a dangerous offense you got in Tampa Bay. I think 
you turn down some of those turnovers, like you said, Brady, and I think Tom Brady is one of those guys that will turn down your turnovers. You'll he never see Tom Brady throwing yeah, 30 picks. Or just over 15. He's never done it. Yeah. And even if it's at 15, who cares? That, yeah. that's, that's half of what Winston did. Yeah, he's not throwing 30. That's and he's also, he's also not going to fumble the ball. Yeah, that's too. Depends like on Winston, the O-line, but um, they've already been making O-line moves. So. It's a good O-line in... Uh, Okay. In in Tampa, Florida, it's a okay O line. I think the one person I do know on the draft now is it left tackle. Yep, Andrew Thomas. I think the Bucks should take him first because they just signed a right tackle um, yesterday from the Colts. I forget his name, but they got him, and he's okay. okay. He's nothing special, but you know he's he's solid. He could start. She so put and he plays right tackle, and then you got Andrew Thomas. Put him on the left tackle, Brady's blind spot. It is a huge task to come in your rookie year to be Brady's blind spot, but <laughs> uh, he's good. So. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, your name's blind spot in the chat, so uh, you exactly. know, if there's somebody that uh, I'll take their name, their word for it, it'll be you. Yeah, yeah. And next, I mean, the schedule for Tampa Bay doesn't look too bad. Obviously, you have big games like the Packers, the Chiefs. Um, that's about it. <laughs> outside, outside the division, outside the division. Yeah, yeah, of course, because you got the Saints the division, twice a year. Yeah, outside the division, Vikings. You know they're they're okay, but they don't have digs anymore. So whatever. Chargers and Rams, they're more mediocre now, but they're still. That's going to be more even than like Broncos, Bears, Lions, Giants, and Raiders. So it's not that bad of a season. Falcons twice, easy two wins. Panthers twice, easy two wins. Saints. I could see it going one and one. Even if it goes zero oh and two, that's not a big deal because let's say they lose some other games, like they lose versus Chiefs and Packers. I can easily see that happening. You know, that's only four losses on the year. That's twelve and four. So I think yep, it's a yep, pretty yep. good schedule. Just looking at the offense, obviously, we already talked about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. That's probably one of the best dual wide receiver threats in the league, unless you can think of another tandem or i mean there's other ones that are pretty good uh i i think that's gotta be my top two at this point chris godwin's so gross man yeah and he's only 24 years old um he missed two games last year due to injury but he still finished third in the league receiving yards with 1333 and also nine touchdowns to be fair he did have jabu winston just throwing the ball up of course like you know eyes closed head first can't lose type type uh yeah type scenario but uh you know, Still, the, the, yeah. the, there's like a couple of them. Like I think like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams could be something big this year. That's yep. uh, one of my bold predictions. Mike Williams will bust out on the scene this year. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's a good prediction. I think I think I think there's some, but you can't in- ignore Chris Godwin. Mike Evans as one of the top duos in the of league, course. if not the top duo. Of course, and you got Mike Evans. He's only 26 as well, and he's had he start he started his career six straight 1,000 yard seasons with last year uh, 1160 with eight touchdowns. Yeah, is that good or what? Still, that's amazing. Do you yeah, know Larry Fitz? Yep, that's good. That's another. That's yep. They're probably up there with top top two three duos. Maybe yep. fit. Maybe you'd rank them a bit less than a couple other duos because Fitz, Fitzgerald is. Older, not as fast, but still super reliable. Is going to catch everything. That's a good one. Uh, Diggs and Thielen. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Is that that bad? They were always my favorite, but I'm very sad. Um, Yeah. 
it came out that Brady uh, reached out to Godwin right away and to tell him how excited he is for the season. And they didn't actually end up the, the, the number. But as I said earlier, Chris said he would do it in a heartbeat. Um, I think that Brady should leave the 12 in New England. And what number do you think he should wear at Mich- um, at uh, – I gave it away. Damn it. At- <laughs> 45. No. What number do you think he should wear in, uh, in Tampa Bay? Whatever he wore at Michigan. Yes, number 10. I think he should go back to number 10. Um, um rebrand, you know, like as TB twelve, twelve, New England, it's so associated. It's a it's a brand new start. It's it's fresh, it's a brand new teammates, his first team outside of New England. Leave TB twelve away. Obviously, like the whole rebranding issue, but I think if you go back to his classic twelve, I mean his classic ten, that'd be pretty dope. Hey, what about what about seven? Just because like he's got six rings, he's about oh, to bring home seven. Oh, you! I so funny enough. I was gonna say six because of his six rings, but that's also dope. And someone else said him one, and then Godwin two, like a one-two punch. But I thought that was kind of cringy. But I still think I don't think Godwin can't Godwin can't wear two he at receiver. Could, but he has to get like special permissions. But, no, you can't wear single digits at receiver. You can. There are players no, you that can't. there. Are, there are players in the league that do have single digits as a receiver. Yeah, in but preseason, they, not in regular season. No, I'm pretty sure here. Let me find. I, it. Yeah, find it. I'm. I guarantee you, I'm 100 right here. Like okay. your your position can't be wide receiver. It has to be like officially something like a some kind of slot back or special team. I don't know. I, I am. I'm pretty sure it's only quarterbacks, kickers, and punters that can wear single digits. Uh, but I know receivers cannot. Receivers have to wear double digits, and it has to be tens and tens and eighties. Tens and eighties. Tens and eighties. Well, Aiden's looking it up. Yeah, Next he up, is, and I and I'm 100 percent right. Next up, you have, I think I would say an above average tight end duo with OJ Howard and Cameron Brait. I wouldn't call them elite. Are they Gronk and Hernandez? No, but it's better than what Tom Brady had last year with fucking uh, Lacoste and Izzo. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Lacoste and Izzo. Did, nah, they? Lacoste. Are you serious? Is that what? They, no, they had Ben Watson, right? Yeah, he didn't do anything. Yeah, I didn't really play too much. I think did, who got most of the playing time was like, it Lacoste? Yeah, it's Lacoste. And Izzo was his backup. But still, you got OJ Howard. He does have a bit of an injury problem, but if he can stay healthy and play even 12 to 14 games, he's going to have a great year. Last year in 14 games, he had 460 yards, which is like okay. But the year before, he had in just 10 games, he had 565 and five touchdowns. I think that's pretty. Well, you know, for... you know, TB likes his tight ends as well, right? So, I have that right here. I said Brady loves his tight ends. Pause. I Pause. 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 Um. So I think if OJ comes to play, you got yourself some trouble. And keep in mind, he's pretty young too, at 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Um. So here's a little scenario for you. You you got Evans locked down with your number one corner. Let's say whatever. You got Godwin covered with some safety help. Maybe you got a good coverage linebacker or a bigger halfback corner on OJ. You still have Harvard man Cameron Brait as an option if you're running a two tight end set, and Brady's you very. You still have thousand familiar. yard rusher Tom Brady in the backfield. That you got to keep an eye on. <laughs> That's true, but I mean it, it's not the worst case scenario to have Cameron Brait as your backup tight end. Um, man, in 2016, I, like, before o- and when Brait was uh, when Brait was starting, he did a solid job. In 15 games, he had almost 700 yards and eight touchdowns. That's pretty good. Um and oh, don't forget though, like you say that. Let's say they're all covered. There's not a chance that a team can shut down Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and OJ Howard and Cameron Bright all on one play. One of those guys is getting open, and Tom Brady's gonna find him. That's what I'm saying. And 
he hasn't missed a game since that 2016 season, uh, Cameron Brady. So he will re- he'll play his role again, a reliable blocking tight end, and catch those passes when teams are left with no choice to, but to put like a shitty linebacker or a defensive end on him. Mm-hmm. So, um, and even if OJ gets great, has the ability to be a decent starting tight end, so it wouldn't be the end of the world. And even if everybody's covered, or you're running a single tight end set, you still got uh, Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber in the in the backfield, which they're not household running back names, but they're still speedy um, speedy guys. Yeah. And um, um, they had third receiver uh, Brashard Perriman last year, who had a quiet 700 years last year. He's in free agency 700 now. They years. might bring him back. 700 yards. Um. It, yeah, it, but he He's hasn't been bad. brought back yet. No. They're talking about, like, there's been rumors that he might come back or if he maybe he's testing free agency no one wants him he'll come back i think he'll be picked up by another team because he's pretty good but um man if these guys sign antonio brown have him run out of the slot chris godwin and mike evans on the outside as like flyers oj howard running from the tight end like that's just like i think that becomes a super bowl championship team like it's just it's hard to say otherwise you know what i mean and i'd rather have a brashad 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 Richard uh, Perriman. Richard. Yeah. I'd rather have a Perriman type of third receiver person than have Antonio Brown in there. I think it's just it would be just fine to have like a, a Chris Hogan in there. I don't think you need an A B to be I think you just need a guy that's gonna be able to separate like uh I think like Deshaun Jackson would have been perfect just to get add like an extra element of speed or um, yeah. maybe maybe a, a Tavon Austin or somebody like that just to complement like you know some short underneath routes yeah. that can spring a big play like a McCall Hardman sure. I think would be perfect in that system. Yeah, and Chris Hogan is a free agent, so they can reunite that. And Philip Dorsey, yeah, did too, great so on the Panthers. Can, they can bring some. Uh, they can bring back some options for Brady. Um, and last, last, lastly, on the um, for offensive side, the offensive line needs some some good rebuilding if they want to protect Brady and maybe get like a little bit of a running back going game going if they want to bring in maybe like Devontae Freeman, Carlos Hyde, Deion Lewis, LaShawn McCoy. They're all free agents. So if they want to get like a running game going, they upgrade their offensive line. Uh, last year, they were the 23rd overall ranked line with the fourth least power success. And power Ooh. success is the achieving short down yardage on third and fourth down. So they were the fourth worst at that. And yeah. they ranked 22nd in pass protection. So it's not like worse in the league. It's not like May Day, but it's still like not ideal for protecting Brady all the way to the Super So that's why I said that Andrew Thomas, they should pick him in the first round, get that left tackle address, and then maybe add a couple vets. Yeah, and, and hey, like, like I said, this draft process like has some good pieces as well. You can maybe get a running back in the second round or exactly. uh, yeah. maybe even sign, like you said, sign Devontae Freeman or somebody like that yeah. and address receiver in the second round. Like the the, the draft, the, the, like Tom Brady has completely changed the game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it'll be a very I interesting so. couple months. Um, not that it hasn't been a very interesting couple of weeks, but uh be a very interesting couple of months in the uh, in the NFL coming up. 100%. And just real quick, um, this is the last thing here before we wrap it up. I'm just going to talk about Tampa Bay's defense because this is one of the most mysterious defenses I've ever seen. Um, so this is why I think the Bucks should not sign Antonio Brown because they should just get another Perriman-type receiver and save the money. I know Arians is not a fan of his diva moments, as any coach wouldn't be. But they still have a lot of chemistry from when Aaron Brown worked together with the Steelers for a couple of years. Um, he because he was the uh, Arians was the offensive coordinator down in Pittsburgh, and he loved Brown. He loved his work ethic. He loved what he brought to the team 
uh, work-wise. Obviously, his personality is not ideal, but there's, if anything, we know there's chemistry, and he lo- he likes him as a player. You know what I mean? So yeah, does Tampa Bay want him? Sure. Do they? Will Antonio Brown help them on the field? Yes. But do they need him to succeed? I say no. Um, is that, that's I feel like through. with with Antonio Brown. Sorry, Brady. I feel like with Antonio Brown, yeah, there's yeah. a a big potential that he hurts just as much as he helps. So I think that's just kind of something that you stay away from and hopefully what you got is good enough. And I think it is hundred percent. So on offense. Yes. So on defense, on one hand, they're super, super good. They forced the fifth most turnovers in the league. They allowed the least amount of rushing yards in the league by over 200 yards as well. And and they tied for seventh least rushing touchdowns. So running backs only averaged 3.3 yards per carry compared to the league-leading Carolina Panthers with 5.2 yards per carry or the awful Green Bay Packers defense with 4.7 yards per carry. Anything to say there, Ryan? No. Okay. How are you? (laughs) Rush defense is horrible. I didn't know. But almost five yards per carry, so you should fix that. So... The issue here is, I mean, the good thing is you can't, you cannot run on the Bucks. Okay, their their front seven is loaded, and I think you guys know that. You got Shaq Barrett, the league leading in sacks with nineteen point five. You got speedy youngster Devin White out of LSU, if I believe is correct. Yep, LSU. Yep, Devin White. Yes. He's only getting better. You got veteran beast Levante David at linebacker being amazing. Um, recent resigned vet Jason Pierre-Paul. Who's still he's he's still making big hits. I watched some highlights from last from last year. He's he's doing great. And you got big boys on the line like Sue if they bring him back, which I think they did or they're going to or whatever. And uh, Vita Vea. So a couple of huge guys up front. Their front seven is nasty, nasty, nasty. But if you want to beat the Bucks, you're gonna have to pass and pass on the Bucks. The NFL did. So the problem <laughs> here is that. The Bucks secondary. I look. I looked at all of them. Looked at all their ages. They are so fucking young and inexperienced. It wasn't even funny. I've never seen a, a secondary made up of so many twenty-two and twenty-three year olds in my life. It's unbelievable. They gave up the third most passing yards in the league. Two hundred, only two hundred yards behind Detroit for first, and they gave up the seventh most passing touchdowns. Um, one of the silver linings. One of the silver linings here was that their net yards per reception was 12th fewest in the league. So that that does mean that their tackling is good and that they don't let their receivers get too much co- um, separation. But um, Bucks really want to build a good defense. I think their answer is clear: it's just add experience to the secondary. Um, you already have a lot of players uh, who are free agents signed, like Byron Jones, Malcolm Jenkins, Chris Harris, Josh Norman. But in Haha Clinton Dix. But you still have some players like Logan Ryan, Mackenzie Alexander, Prince Amu, uh, Amu Kamara, and Rashid, Rashad Jones. If they none of them have signed, I wrote this a couple of days ago, so it might be. I, I think they're still available though. But you still have those players available, and they don't have to be stud players, just above average secondary players that can be, you know, they've been around for a few seasons and they can help the young core. And um, if they need money, you can free that up by not re-signing Sue or moving his contract because he's taking up $14 million. So you can easily get him out of there, get another big guy. It's not a big deal. So I think if you agree with me, if they just fix that secondary, they got themselves a very, very 
well-rounded defense that will they got themselves a squad up there in tampa bay which i i hate to see um you know obviously as a panthers fan i i think the bucks are the team like that i hate the most in that division i like i don't mind the saints um i don't really like the falcons at all but i i do not like the buccaneers and to see them in this good of a position kind of makes me upset but hey we'll uh we'll see how things go you never know yeah it's it's gonna be interesting and see who they bring in and who they draft and everything and who play but even if that secondary is just average just right in the middle like 15th or 16th in the league that's going to be enough to uh keep keep teams from scoring and tom will eventually get some points with mike evans and chris godwin so it's going to be really really uh really interesting and i think the team has great potential to do some real damage next two years and they should be a top five seed in the nfc i would say yeah. Oh uh, well. Hey. Well, you know, only time will tell. But uh, you, you, you still do yeah, have to uh, contend with the Saints. Of course. Yeah. It's like when, once we get to um, playoffs in the NFC Championship, that's going to be very interesting, and we're, we're going to see Brady and Breeze twice a year and see um, how they do. So. Hey, I think it it just makes more intense playoffs. Like I think. Can you imagine these two offenses going back and forth? Oh, sorry, these two. Uh, the offense of Kansas City versus um, a Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. We're going to have like a 40-40 to 40 Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Well, what, our defense is going to be way better than theirs. Devin no, White just not, tracking down Patty. It doesn't mind. That's not my team. I'm no, just no, saying. I'm just saying in general, Like I think Tampa's defense is going to – they can really contain those mobile quarterbacks. So Yeah. Versus Drew Brees, though, he might be able to. He's gonna pat. He's gonna succeed, right? So it's gonna be interesting. Drew Brees will. All right. So I think we should wrap this one up, though. Buccaneers yep. hour should probably wrap up. Bucks hour. Um, let's go. I hate Bucks hour, but uh, thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, Ryan, thanks for staying on mute the whole time. This was my most enjoyable episode. He fell asleep again. Um, no, I yeah, didn't. He's probably, t- probably all tuckered but, out. But you guys yell at me when I move. <laughs> Ryan, shut up. Uh, Aiden, do you have any last words? I podcast. do not know. Um, Brady, are you practicing social distancing? Yes. I haven't Thank left my house in months. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw a tweet today that was like A5 of uh, of the quarantine. I uh, I haven't worn underwear in four months. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> A5, haven't wiped my ass in six months. <laughs> 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 Day five of the quarantine. Haven't had toilet paper in four years. Yeah, <laughs> I saw um, a meme. I was like, everybody at the start of 2020, it's gonna be my year. Everybody now using a coffee uh, lining paper to wipe their ass. <laughs> 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 all right, uh, before this gets too out of hand, um, uh, you can follow all the boys at Case and Punt on Instagram and Twitter. All our links are gonna be down in the description. Um, Brady, do you want to do the sign off, or do you want to have somebody else do it today? I got some. Well, someone else can. I don't know. Someone else can say it. I was gonna say, we'll be um, we'll be doing a part three of free agency the next probably next week. We'll probably wait a little bit longer as uh, the big names are out of the way. I think so. We'll wait a few days. Um, if not, we can do a fun one to have in the bank. Um, so look forward to that. If you want us to talk about anything, hit us up. If you want to be on big the podcast, news, everybody. Big news. Okay. Uh, we are going on tour. We're going on tour, so you can get our tickets actually in the in the link below the podcast. At pun, uh, dot com slash back or forwards forward slash I think forward, forward slash, slash uh, tickets. Okay, tickets and promo code Keish twenty for twenty percent off. 
Uh, just so everyone's clear, you actually have to spell out forward slash. It's not the punctuation. You have to spell it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. That's, yeah. that's the catch. Yeah, yeah you guys. That's why uh, people haven't bought any of our tour tickets yet. Yeah, you guys might be wondering why it was so cheap for us to do this around this time. I don't, I don't know why. I can't tell you. Yeah, yet, but... we, we got we got Italy. We have, uh, <laughs> um, you know, we have Iran on the list. We have, yeah, uh, you know, some some a few other countries out. Uh, we're we're going worldwide. And yeah, we're only we, for three dollars. So when we told people that we were going to China last, they kind of thought it was a bad idea. But I, I don't know what they're talking about. But uh, but for real. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Um, I'll let someone else do the uh, the outro, but real quick, in the wise words of OG Ananobi. Have a great weekend. There you go. And uh, <laughs> um, someone hit someone hit someone hit me with the sign off. Three, two, one. Somebody. No, may your puns be high. Downside of ten. See, see ya, boys. boys. See go, see Packers. Ya boys. go Packers. Go Packers.